Okay, go. This is AJ Wilcox calling in from my go-kart, and you are listening to Vroom Vroom Veer and uh, blah. Okay, sorry, I'm going to write this down to make sure that I actually catch it. <laughs> it's all good. Whatever you want to do. I'm bad on the fly. Okay. This is AJ Wilcox. Don't forget your URL. Oh, yes. From my go-kart. Um, B2linked. B2linked.com. There you go. And you're listening to Vroom Vroom Veer. Triple V. That's easy. There you go. Uh, should I say from Jeff Smith or with Jeff Smith? With Jeff Smith. Okay. With Jeff Smith. Okay. Love it. All right. Are you still ready for me? I'm still ready. Whenever okay. you're ready, go. This is AJ Wilcox calling in from my go-kart from B2Linked.com. And you're listening to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith. On your go-kart. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Our brother, thanks. Uh, when yeah. I come back, uh, we'll start the show. Perfect. All right. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Big John. Thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer, and welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great. How you doing, Jeff? I'm hanging in there, brother. I'm a little sweaty because I, I started doing my housework. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's working out. I love it. I'm, I'm ready to yeah, rock. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good workout, moving, yeah. cleaning and moving around. Yeah. Correct mundo. And I didn't really even start. I just started moving crap out of the way so I could do the floor. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about... Uh, BigJohnsDanceFitness.com. So what have you got going on over there? Do you have your own studio, like a real live place where you do dance classes? Um, no, I do not. I don't, I don't have my own slimming studio yet, but I'm working on it. Um, okay, gotcha. I had, you know, I had taught dance fitness, Big John's Dance Fitness in the past, you know, in the last five or six years in different gyms or, okay. or dance studios even, but I, I don't own anything myself yet. Understood. So. Well, that's a big step. So that's probably a smart move. Paying that rent ain't yeah. cheap. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Good for you. Exactly. But you've got, did you have a DVD out on your website? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that DVD. Um, I got some help with that. Um, with uh, CFF Nationwide down there in Dallas, Texas, and Matt Monero okay. um, gave me a couple thousand bucks and said, hey, I wow. believe in you. Let's make this DVD. And uh, Tony Justice is a uh, country singer. He's a truck driver, and uh, you know he's got a couple CDs out. And he said, hey, here's my music because copyrights on music, I would not have been able to make this DVD if it wasn't for his music. So right. wow. I'm, very, yeah, I'm very appreciative of Matt Monero and Tony Justice coming together and and saying, hey, let's get this Big John Sand Fitness DVD done, and, and let's get it out there to the people that really need it. So yeah, I'm, that's, I'm that's proud of that. amazing. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so this is Vroom Vroom Veer, so you know we have to get all personal and like it's a psychological therapy session <laughs> and talk about your childhood. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. So where, you, you, did you grow up in Ohio, or did you grow up somewhere else? 
Yeah, I grew up in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, um, all my life. I've uh, been here 47 years now, and, uh, you know, my, my childhood was kind of crazy. You know, like you say, this is a uh, therapy session, but, boy, I kind of wish it was, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you know, whatever you need to do, you know, what what I recommend yeah. is, is is I'm avail- available for, for that sort of talk, but, you know, we should do it after right. we, we do the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because therapy is great, but it shouldn't be public. <laughs> yeah, yeah, def- definitely. I, I agree with you there. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my dad always said, uh, you know, we would move every time the rent was due. And uh, oh, I don't think wow. he was joking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty bad, you know. Um, no, e- even you. homeless at Even homeless at times and homeless shelters as a child, you know, 10 years old and Wow. In Christmas time. And yeah, just my whole childhood was a struggle, but it just seemed like I was always um, a happy person. My mother uh, grew, you know, I grew up in church and uh, went to church like three or four times a week. So she kept, she kept us on the straight and narrow at the same time. You know, my dad was kind of never around and uh, had some issues as far as addictions and, and stuff like that. So, um, but, you know, there's always music and there's sports and there's dance. So, you know, with those three things and, and you know, I don't want to get too religious on you, but, you know, my faith in God always pulls me through uh, not only in childhood, but but even today as an adult. So that's great. So what kind yeah. of uh, uh, what kind of church did you go to? When you were um, Asbury out? Tabernacle. Yeah, yeah. It's Asbury Tabernacle. So, um you know, just a little church there in Clifton and, um, in Cincinnati uh-huh. over there by the university of Cincinnati. And, uh, you know, I, I guess they would call it like a, a Presbyterian okay. type right. of religion. Sure, yeah. Sure. So, um, um, so yeah, we, you know, we wave our hands in the air and it's just, uh, just praise God and, and kind of, kind of like old fashioned music a little bit, you know, old school Christian mm. music. So, okay. um, but you know, now, now I'm more involved with the, with the newer type of uh, Christian worship, you know, as far as like Hillsong and, and stuff like that. So, uh, interesting. Um, so a little but, bit more uh, contemporary music, more, more, more contemporary as far as Christian music goes these days. Okay. Um, but, but, uh, you know, you know, my, my faith is still there so that I don't think that I ever waver. I grew up, uh, go as a Lutheran. So everybody in, in my hometown was either Lutheran and or Catholic. That was it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. So, and, and Lutheran was, uh, it's like Catholic light, you know, it was very much oh. like Catholic. So we weren't, you know, it was very solemn and kind of boring for kids, you know, when okay. I, when I grew okay. up and, and went to some of the more like upbeat kind of contemporary church, I was like, wow, <laughs> they actually make this kind yeah. of fun. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of right. fun stuff as a kid for a kid in church, in the actual service when I grew up. Right. Anyway. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's, it's evolved and I, I haven't been for a while. My spiritual path right. has taken me away from organized religion, but yeah, I'm like with you. I think my, uh, I'm spiritual, but I'm not, I didn't really stay in the, in the, in the organized religion path. But I think my faith has grown stronger as, as I've grown as a person. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you there. And, uh, you know, I, I think God loves everybody. Um, you know, we all make mistakes and, and that was kind of my, 
uh, growing up, I mean, the kind of religion we grew up, you know, I, I felt like I had to be perfect. You know what I mean? And like, it, it, that's hard to live up to, right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's, right. that's a big title. Perfect. Right. So yeah. um, as I got older, I understood and people told me, like, you don't have to be perfect to, to love God and, and him to love you, you know. So and I right. understood that probably in my early 20s. Finally. Finally. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we all go through that. Yeah. I think we all go through that yeah. because it's like, I don't know. I went through that too, where you think like, like you can screw up so bad that God will never forgive you. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. And you really can't. So yeah, that's, that's a good lesson. As long as you kind of like own it, then I think you can make peace. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and th- not only with yourself, but with God. So, okay, so your childhood is, you know, rocky, but it sounds like there's love. So, um, what, right. what, what, what were you like in high school? I mean, were you already like the biggest dude in middle school? Because <laughs> you are huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I, I was always a head taller than everyone else. You know, grade really? school, wow. middle school, wow, um, high school. Of course, you start seeing more people, you know, more men, you kind of your height, you know? So, um, I was probably about six, one as a freshman. And when I graduated, I was six, I grew six inches in high school. Holy so God. that's a lot. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of growing. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, high school, you know, I'm just, uh, I don't want to be labeled the class clown, but that was, that was my label. Right. I like to make people laugh. And you know, of course it ain't good in, in a classroom setting. Right. Um, but I but I love sports. I played uh, basketball, football, baseball, tennis, a little bit of golf. I just tried whatever sport I could play. I played okay. right, and of course, um, you know all the all the homecoming dances and proms and and fundraising. If there, if it was a dance, I was there. You know, I was the first in line. So oh, you know, dancing has wow. always been a passion of mine. Interesting. Since wow. I was a teenager, so uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, dan- dance and sports really kept me on the straight and narrow. Well, that's Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever can keep you out of trouble, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. So you were kind of a jock then, if 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 you had to label yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say that. I'd say that'd be a good uh, good label for me. But I mean, you're much. right. I mean, obviously, labels are stupid. But you know, it just right. It, you know, that's those are the the types of kids you hung out with. That was like the, you know, it just gives context for. Not necessarily just to, to put you in a box, but more like what you were interested in doing. And so, like, if I were to label you from a psychological perspective, right, because I did my, my bachelor's degree in psychology, right? So you would oh, be, okay. like, really into all things uh, kinesthetic, which is just means it's a fancy word for saying you like to move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. You kind of right. have That's... to move to think, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got that right. Right. So this um, this doesn't make sense though because then you became a truck driver and you have to sit on your ass all the time. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's kind of sucks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like get me out of this truck, you know. Right. I've been sitting too long. <laughs> right. No kidding. Okay. So, okay, so. so after high school, did you go like right into becoming a truck driver? No, no, I, um, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, to be honest with you. You know, maybe I'm like a lot of 
18, 19, 20 year olds out there. And, and my son's one of them now, as a matter of fact, but, uh, you know, you just, uh, you know, it's a big world out there, you know, and, uh, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of, um, great mentors, you know, except for my mother. Right. Um, but, uh, I was just trying to find myself at that point. And so I just, I just worked wherever I could work. You know, I did a lot of, uh, working in the trucking industry as far as warehousing, loading and unloading trucks, you know, by forklift okay. or what have you, you know, different stuff like that. And then of course I would take a little odd jobs, you know, that wasn't paying the bills. So I would work two and three jobs and not full-time jobs. Obviously I'd had a full-time job and I'd work two part-time jobs wow. doing security, you know, security for, uh, football stadiums and, uh, professional wrestling and, and concerts and, uh, and uh, you know, and stuff like that. So sure, crowd you're control. Just, you're trying to keep uh, jobs, make, make yeah. and meet, make ends meet any way you no. can. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so you know that that eventually, you know, in my uh, when I was about 30 years old, I'm like, you know what? I need. We have to continue. You have to pro- progress, right? We have to make more money, more money, more money. Right. Um, well, you're probably having <laughs> kids too. And you, when did yeah, you get, yeah, when did too. you get married? You got married pretty young. Yeah, yeah, twenty four. I was twenty four. Mm, I got married uh, when I married my yeah, so, yeah. twenty three. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's pretty close. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, so yeah, a, a baby was uh, my firstborn was on his way. Right. Um, she wasn't showing that much walking down the aisle, but she was three months pregnant. So uh, we were going to get pre- married anyway, but that kind of. Uh, Forced the it. issue yeah, a little right, bit, right. you know what I mean? I so, it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got so, it. Um, so yeah, I got married at 24, and and there, uh, in July of 94, my firstborn was born, Corey, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's time to make more money, you know. So, uh, driving a truck uh, seemed uh, to be a pretty decent uh, job as far as income, right. and it, it fits me pretty good, you know. I'm not. I don't know it's weird. I'm the weirdest person on the planet of Earth because I love people. I care about people. Yeah. Um, I have. I'm very compassionate for people in general, but I don't like speaking to people. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm anti-social. I'm anti-social. Yeah, I have anxiety really? issues as far as social anxiety. Yeah. Wow. Face to face. Now phone, uh, phone and uh, computer. I mean just. I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 I guess it's, I guess it's social anxiety disorder. It's the only thing I can really think of. So mm. does it happen I even just, with, uh, with like, uh, like one-on-ones or with, with just groups? It, groups, groups. Oh, well, one-on-ones okay. I'm okay. It's just, right. there's like three or four or five, six, the, the more people I have to talk to, yeah. it seems like the more withdrawn I get. So Interesting. yeah. Interesting. Unfortunately, this is when we go but, into therapy mode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm very like super social, like even with strangers one-on-one and in groups, it's almost to the point oh. where it gets me in trouble. Um, um, you know, like right. it has in the past where I'm a little bit too publicly fearless, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right, and right. so like, I'll give an example of how that turns out bad sometimes. Like, I would, when I was at parties, sometimes when I was younger, I would be loud drunk guy. Right. So, okay. You know, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I played that role several times. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but, you know, at the same time, like if you put me in certain scenarios where, say, like, I hate shopping, like, and right. I don't just not, I just don't like, it's not like I, there's something about the shopping. It's because it's like, I don't like being in a crowd where like there's a bunch of people around and I can't, it feel, I feel like trapped. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like, like, it's like, I always want it. I think that part of this comes from like, uh, being in the military is they're always like teaching you like to be afraid (laughs) (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Right. So you get this sort of like, you get this paranoia subroutine in your brain of you're always looking for the nearest exit. And when you're shopping, okay. it's like, especially in, in crowded stores, for me, it's just like drives me batty. It's like, I got to get, right. the, I got to get the F out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I get that feeling too as well. Oh, so, really? Okay. Um, I, I was never in the military. My, my father was a uh, ex Vietnam vet and, um, I swear to you, this is a true story. He would make me and my sister stand at like, do the, like the marching and the standing crap. with your hand. Up. Wow. Yeah. So oh I was kind of in the military, but I wasn't. If you know what I mean. was, yeah. Wow. Exactly. Sergeant dad. So, but anyway, that's a different story, but anyway, yeah. um, wow. Okay. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of got you on the, uh, the shopping. If, if I go shop, it's, I know where it's at. I know what I'm getting. And I'm out of there, you know. Right, what I mean? right, so. right, right. Well, I think that's a that's a man woman thing, and it goes back to like uh, hunters versus gatherers. Have you ever heard that story? No, I haven't. So, like, dudes, uh, back when we lived in the in the in the forest, we were the guys that went out and we were hunting, right? So that right. meant that uh, hunting is a completely different sort of focus mentally uh, than, say, gathering fruit, berries, or plants, or something like that. So, so dudes, when, when they went hunting, you have to like ignore everything, but one thing, kill it. Right. And then drag it back to the the village that's hunting. Right. So that's what, that's how dudes want to (laughs) shop. Right. Yeah. 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 You want, Oh, I need a pair of pants. So you hunt down the pair of pants, you kill it. And then you take it back to, you take it back to the village Right. (laughs) and you're done. You know, whereas women, they have to like, they have to open up their awareness and see the whole forest so they can right right and and they they need to be able to look at find the colors for the berries and the plants and whatever mm. they need right so that's how they shop they have to walk around and look at every damn thing <laughs> right <laughs> see so Man. it's yeah it makes a lot of sense when you think about it Anyway. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, I digress. So um, that's a pretty cool way to look at it. Yeah. Right, right. So, so you start. So, when did you start driving truck full time? Two thousand and two. Okay, two thousand two. So, All right. Yeah. So you've been doing it for been a about while. Fifteen years now. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, how do you like that? As does it fit your lifestyle pretty good? It must. You've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Um, Other than being cramped really been, in the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't really been over the road like like most of your truck drivers. I, I guess that's the difference between me and a lot of the other truck drivers. Um, I've been kind of regional where I cover like two or three or four states. 
Okay. Um, then I, I seem to manage to get home almost every day, if not every other day. So oh, nice. I've never been, yeah, I've never been the truck driver to live in my truck, stay out a week or two at a time. So that, I guess that, that kind of, uh, relates to what you were saying with me. I have to keep moving. So I, I could, I can, I'm a truck driver, but I can never imagine myself stuck in this truck for too long. Right, so, right, right. A day at um, a time is good but, enough, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been, uh, I guess I've been fortunate enough to have a great driving record and, and no accidents and, and no tickets to where, um, you know, I'm able to constantly find, find the good jobs here, uh, locally. Well, that's cool. Um, to where I can be home. So, yeah. Right, right. So let's talk a little bit about, so I know kind of the, the big pieces of the, how you got into the dance fitness thing, but I want to hear you talk about it. So, <laughs> so did, did you start gaining, did weight start, start being an issue when you started driving truck? Yeah, yeah, sure was. Uh, you know, I got my license in 2002 and I don't know, I was, I was probably, probably around 300 pounds, you know, right, right around 300 pounds. And, uh, you know, within about 10 years, I've gained, I gained almost a hundred pounds in that time. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's just, uh, you know, you just, I don't know if it's stress related or what, but I just, I definitely started eating more and, and not even thinking about what I was, I would just cram anything in my mouth, you know, whatever tastes good. I, you know, I, there was just no, no thinking as far as, um, what should I eat? What shouldn't I eat? Or, or, or what time of day should I eat it? Or, or any of that stuff, you know, I was just, just eating. So, yeah. you know, before you know it, you're, you're up, uh, you're up 80 pounds, you know, my, my highest weight was uh, 390 pounds. And that wow. was in 2011. So, wow. Yeah. That you're, you're really in danger of just keeling over at any moment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah That's dangerous. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, and then of course we have to, you know, pass DOT regulations, you know, as far as, uh, health and, uh, medical, you know, we carry a medical card out with us, obviously. So, um, you know, I was just lucky enough to get, to, to keep passing these, these, uh, medical tests and, you know, and of course they'd give you medication for high blood pressure and, and cholesterol. So I'm, I'm even, even though I've lost a bunch of weight, I'm currently still taking that medication. I had blood, high blood pressure when I was 14 though. So, okay. um, that, that might be hereditary um, sure. somehow, but, but anyway, yeah, driving a truck. I mean, you you've seen it. We all see it. Um, you know, the trucking lifestyle. Uh, you can really, really pack on the pounds if you let yourself go. No, I get it, and it's not even a judgment thing. I think it's like, uh, and another one of my guests that you you listen to, right? It's a P way, but right. yeah, we talked about oh, it yeah. uh, quite a bit. It's like the lifestyle is like the perfect storm for like setting you up to fail essentially in, 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 right. in not taking care of your weight. So if you can manage to like come up with a way of a strategy for eating healthy and getting, getting some movement in while you're a truck driver, then that's, that's a, a, it's a big deal because you can help a lot of folks out there. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, and, and like to say what the P-Way is doing is, is fantastic, you know, with, with Prime and all that. And it looks like he's helping a lot of truck drivers. And that's what truck drivers need, you know. And even with that book that he has out, he's like the four-minute workout. I mean, right. dude, what a great title to have, right? Right. Because four minutes, anybody can do four minutes of anything. So right. good for him. Yeah. He's helping, helping and, and inspiring truck drivers to do more. So uh, congratulations to him. Speedway. Yeah, and he was awesome. Yeah. So what did you, yeah, learn, was. what did you learn about uh, how to eat better while you're out there on the road? I just, I just started thinking, you know, like how can I, how can I control what I eat? You know, and, and the best way to do that is to have a cooler in your truck with you and yeah. pack your lunches, you know, control what you eat throughout the day. And, right. you know, I was the type of guy who I drank coffee for breakfast. I didn't eat breakfast. Coffee was my breakfast. Gotcha. And then I wouldn't eat again until four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, geez. That was my first meal. Oh, and you goodness. would think, oh, you only eat once a day. How are you gaining weight? Well, <laughs> that's, you gain weight like that. <laughs> right, right. That's the perfect you know, way because, to gain weight. You're on the weight gain program right there. Yeah. 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 I'm so I'm so freaking hungry at that point. Right. That I'm just, I'm eating like 3000 calories in one setting. So, and it's not even necessarily that, like, I think what, regardless of what you eat when you're starving, you're most of that, your body's just so freaked out that because you're in starvation mode, it's going to say, well, we've got to keep 80% of this as fat because there must be right. a famine out there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> food food is not just food. It's not just calories. It's information. It it's your okay. and when you eat it right. and uh and what your what your metabolism is is at the state it's at, like when you get to that starvation mode, like if you if you get up in the morning and do like a whole day and then four PM you eat three thousand calories, it's gonna save all of that as fat. It's gonna be like we gotta we gotta pack it on. <laughs> we don't know when we're gonna get another lion out here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So um, so when you started bringing your cooler with, what did you pack your cooler with? Well, I mean, I'm I'm a big fruit guy. You know, I know there's still sugar and fruits, but uh, hey, whatever. You know, it I takes. love grapes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love grapes, strawberries, cantaloupe. Um, you know, any kind of melon. So I would definitely pack me, you know, a little baggie of grapes or or cantaloupe, and then uh, you know, just start eating lean meat. You know, just like you know, turkey. Yeah, yeah. I ham, love turkey. Yeah, uh, chicken. You know, mm, um, now you're speaking my language. Just stay. Yeah, yeah, just stay away from the 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 fried stuff, you know, right. and the uh the processed foods and uh you know bread bread's a big one for me. I love bread, any kind of bread, you know, um but you know try, trying to cut back on bread as much as possible. Yeah. And then um you know it it it, it could be as simple as the, the little things, you know, like like cut down on your on the uh, soda pop that you drink you know replace right. it. we all know these things but sure um you know replace it with water drink more water and uh and of course the, uh, exercise is where it all begins with me i mean without exercise i don't think i have the drive to eat right because right it, you know i try to commit myself to one whole hour of exercise each and every day with the no excuses attitude That's and when great. i do that i eat right you know okay yeah when yeah, i do yeah. that i eat right so Cool. So when you're out on the road, do you dance when you park your truck? 
<laughs> kind of like Speedway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I've done that before a time or two. Actually, I've been on that Dancing Trucker tour. Oh, nice. Uh, to, <laughs> yeah, where I'd go, me and my wife, and she'd do the filming. And, of course, I documented this stuff. And I went to about 10 truck stops here in the local area, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio. Pilots, loves, TA Travel Centers. And I just got out there and danced. You know, it's like, let's, let's raise awareness for stepping out of the box feeling comfortable with being uncomfortable, something I'm getting really good at these days. Good. And, um, you know, it's entertainment, right? I mean, we're, we're going to laugh. We're going to smile. Um, there's just, there's so many great things that comes for me publicly dancing. I mean, people really show that to me wherever I'm at, you know, whether yeah. it's a truck stop, America's got talent auditions, downtown Cincinnati, wow. a Justin Bieber concert, wherever I'm at, people <laughs> really love. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, it, it, it's, it's such a, uh, uh, interesting little juxtaposition because you're like this six, seven dude and you're a trucker. So you, you that's what you right. look like. And then you start dancing. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, 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 the only thing that I would say is like uh, in your YouTube videos, you need like to to hire a short person to stand next to you, so we everybody knows how tall you are because it's hard to tell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's definitely an intriguing thing, you know, as far as, um, um, CNN or AARP or, um, you know, some of the magazines I've been, the trucking magazines, road King and, and fleet owner. And it's just, it's just an ongoing thing. It, it never ends. And I don't want it. I don't want it never to end. You know what I mean? Right, I want right. what I do and my passion for dancing and helping people at the size I am, regardless of what gender I am, how I look, what profession I'm in. Um, I want that pure joy and passion for dance to shine through forever. I never want it to stop. I never want it to be get boring um, to everybody that's paying attention to it. I really don't. Yeah. So now, have you started helping other truckers too with your with your dance fitness? Are those the guys buying I, your DVD? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, they they haven't bought my DVD yet. But I don't. You know, I got to come up with a plan. I mean, of course. I'm a one man band. I mean, I do every, I don't have a team, you know what I mean? I don't have no marketing or, right, or, or I just, right. it's just, yeah, it's just and me. And you got man. a job. Me. <laughs> and I got a job. Right. Right. So I, I got you. Uh, not for one second. Do I not have a vision for what big John's dance fitness can become and what it can do for the truck drivers. Quite frankly, I'll right, never right. give up on that vision that I have, but to see that vision come through, um, I'm going to need some help. You know, I'm going to need some people to, uh, help me get, get it out there. And you're a perfect example of me doing that. You know, sure. I take every advantage I get, whether radio podcast, whatever it is, yeah. uh, blog, um, I'm constantly and you, uh, and you're trying all to get what YouTube, I do out there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. And you got your website up there. So you're at big John's dance com, and people can learn more about you and, and see, uh, See pictures of you dancing, <laughs> right? Oh, Which yeah. is awesome, and they can check out your DVD. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, yeah, okay. So now let's talk a little bit more about your. Uh, how long did I, I'm assuming you've lost some weight? Sure. Yeah. In 2011, I lost 
100 pounds. I went from 390 to 290. Okay. In, in a little over 12 months, so about 13 months. That's pretty months. good. Wow. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I was, I was on board. I mean, I was feeling it. You know what I mean? I like it. This is, this is working. Um, and of course I found dance fitness and Zumba. Zumba played a big role in me, uh, attending classes two or three times a week. Right. I really Zumba's loved fun. it. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. Oh yeah. My wife is and, a, a um, Zumba addict. Addict. Is she? Yeah. She goes a couple awesome. times a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a big cool. fan of Zumba, but I've done it before. Um, you know, I'm not much. I'm, I've kind of got like two left feet, but it's okay. Okay. You know, I, I, it's right. okay. You know, it, I've learned yeah, it that okay. it, it, it doesn't really matter how you look as long as you're moving. Exactly. You got that right. <laughs> you got that right. Right. As Just long, get over as yourself. As long as you're moving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I try. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, that's that's pretty amazing. So, you lost nearly a hundred pounds just from basically, you know, moving a little bit more, doing your dance fitness, and then just thinking about what you're eating. So instead of right. uh, you're probably like eating breakfast a little bit more. Right, right. Eat, eat some breakfast. You know, no matter how small it is, some oatmeal. Just just yeah. get something in your system. Uh, right. Make sure uh, you know, it of course, knows some, that you're not starving. Yeah, yeah, like like you were saying, you know, starving yourself and um is not a good thing, uh definitely. Right, so right. but um but yeah, man, just uh thinking more about you know, being being more aware of, of what you're eating and uh what you're putting in your mouth basically. Um so we just you know, it's hard to do, it's tough and I've you know, I've gained a little bit of weight back since two thousand and twelve. It's two thousand and seventeen now and so you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to nobody. I'm not going to act like I'm somebody I'm not. Yeah, I'm a yeah. person and I'm a truck driver yeah. um, who, who still struggles with, with weight loss. And, um, I think we all, and, do. and, you know, so it's a constant but, uh, thing. You have to, you have to keep it up. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really yeah, it hard, sure you know, because like, I think anybody, even if you're not a trucker, it's like the easiest thing to do when like, say, you're out on the road, you know, driving's a pain in the ass, whether you're in a truck or in a car or whatever. So yeah. your, your body's just looking for any old way to feel good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and foods are really, uh, you know, we've been programmed since childhood to go, Oh, you know, I have an opportunity to feel good. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I know. Definitely. I know food, how you feel. Food is uh, food is celebration. I mean, that's the way yeah. it's been with our with our family. I mean, we look. It's like an event. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like 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 it's going. Like, Woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's eat. <laughs> Let's eat. It's it's good. it's good to eat. You know, yeah. but uh, you know, it's about it's about portion control too. You know, I've been involved with Weight Watchers a little bit, and yeah, I love the way they um. They teach weight loss as far as portion control. That's what they preach. Still eat what you want to eat, but don't have too much of it. I, right. I believe in that, and that's, that's that's worked for me too. You know, yeah. I can I can still eat my cookies. Don't eat ten of them. Eat two of them. You right. know, stuff like you know. Yeah, yeah. so true. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. That there's that other thing. Uh, Tim Ferriss talks about that when he in, in his four hour body book. There's certain foods that he calls domino foods. 
It's sort of like okay. what, what they used to call uh, when uh, Lay's potato chips way back in the day on the commercial. It's like you can't oh, just yeah. eat, you can't just eat one. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a Domino food for me. It's something like uh, those dry roasted peanuts. Right. You, you can't just yeah. eat like one handful of dry roasted peanuts. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Now, cookie. Yeah, okay. Things- yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah. Certain so, certain foods just sort of like lend themselves to like, Whoa, I'm falling in a pit. Oh, <laughs> it's man. all gone. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you get started and you can't stop. It's true. It's That's true. For sure. Yeah. So, okay. This uh it sounds like uh, you're having a good time anyway. You know, I wanted to tell one more as we wrap up here. Um I went through a thing. So in 2012, I went to massage school just mostly for fun because I could. I had like a post 9-11 GI Bill uh, benefit and I was looking to do something new. So I did massage for I did massage school and um, I started learning about how to make my body feel better. Right. Um, Right. But then like I want to say. Like around May, May, yeah. Like around Mother's Day in 2014, I my wife went to Japan, and uh, or I think she went to Japan. She went on a trip, and I didn't go with. And she was gone for like a week or ten days. So I went on a oh, trip okay. of my own, and I went up north in California, and I went on like this camping trip slash retreat. But it was uh, it was dance and singing was what was going oh, on wow. at the retreat. Right. And, uh, and I thought, well, that sounds like a blast. Right. But it was like yeah. a nine hour drive to get there. And I left like first thing in the morning, I actually had to, um, swing by the office and quit my job. And then, and then I drove nine hours. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't start until like eight o'clock in the morning or something like that. Um, so oh, okay. I, I got there and I was just sort of wiped out. You know, I was like, wow, I just drove nine hours and now I'm at a dance thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm kind of wiped out. Yeah. 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 And I'm, you know, like the old me, right. Like, would have like, all I would have wanted to do is gone and got a six pack and a TV and, uh, just chilled yeah. out <laughs> right for the rest oh, of yeah. the night, you know? Um, oh, yeah. and, but that really wasn't on the agenda. So I got there and I was kind of like all mopey for about an hour, but then, you know, we, then there was dancing (laughs) (laughs) and I ended up dancing until like nearly midnight. Right. With a bunch of strangers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Right. (laughs) That sort of was like a wake up call about like more about like, just like when you feel like shit, you know, Maybe if you moved a little, you you get a second wind, and it's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That is that is, so, that is that is so true. That is so true. I mean that, you know, I watch some of these stories. You know, uh, you know, like the six hundred pound life uh, on TLC, and and I just think, how how do these people get so big? Like, how do you let yourself get that big? I mean, can't you stop at three? Can't you stop at four? Can't you stop at five? Right. But they don't, because they don't move. Like if you never move, you stay in that place, I guess. Right. 
Right. Like it, it, before you know it, you're 600 pounds. It's yeah. just amazing. As you know, you no matter how big you are, and that's why I want to inspire people at my size at 330 pounds. I want to continue to inspire people just like me who yeah. are big, just like me. Right. To say, you know what? That guy don't have no fear. He's doing it anyway. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's my message to people out it there. It takes something. The obese. It, yeah. It takes yeah. something, something positive, I think. Right? Like, right. I saw this movie and it was uh, this guy from Australia and he was like, you know, I think the the movie's called like, uh, what was it? Like, uh, oh man, it's like three words. It's like sick, tired, and almost dead or something like that, right? And oh, okay. He's driving around and, and he's like, it, his big thing was uh, juicing vegetables. So he would like drive around and talk to truckers and give them like freshly squeezed juice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Nice. Right. But <laughs> yeah, you know, and you don't have to juice, you know, that just was what he did. But I think the right. the big thing for him was whenever he talked to people that were really overweight, he would he would like lay it out like, um, you know, don't you want to be able to play with your kids, right? You know, and, right? You know, don't you want to be able to, you know, whatever it is they want to do that they they can't do now, you know, right? Or you know, maybe oh, yeah. they they can do it, but they barely can do it, you know, something that is worth reaching towards, you know, because, uh, for whatever reason, you know, you can tell somebody you're going to die. They just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Ain't of course, the... of course I'm going to die. Everybody's going to die. You can always you know, <laughs> right. rationalize that. Right. Yeah. But it's right. like, if you give them something to work toward for whatever reason, that seems like it's a little bit more effective, but who knows, you know, whatever right. works for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, dance, dance works for me. I think it'll always work for me. And, uh, you know, I just I always tell people, you know, I'm the next Richard Sinton. So <laughs> let's see how that plays out. <laughs> let's, let's see how that plays out, right? That's the Richard picture Simmons of you on He's, on, he's on wrapping Facebook. up and I'm just getting started. There so you go. You know, I like it. <laughs> we, have the same, my, we have the same customer base, that's for sure. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's see been, what happens. This has been great. <laughs> Big John, I, I appreciate you I being appreciate on the show. All right. So you yeah, are at uh, you. BigJohnsDanceFitness.com, and uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.